0: Welcome to episode 14 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips, and life experiences to help like minded, ambitious young women to set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So, I don't know if you guys have been tuning in regularly for all the previous episodes, but I've had a few weeks off and I am back. I didn't want to have a few weeks off, but it's a decision I made to try and balance everything that I was doing and it definitely was a hard decision to take a few weeks off because I promised myself that I was going to be super consistent when I started this and I hadn't missed a single week and now I think I've had about three weeks off so if you were a regular listener or are a regular listener welcome back and thank you for bearing with me over these past few weeks so what was going on was I was on placement and it was a hard placement so i just wanted to prioritize that in hindsight i wish that i had of kept doing the podcast and placement but at the time i felt like that was the right decision for me but this is tied into today's episode so i have chosen to do an episode on how to deal with criticism because of a recent experience i've had and this all ties back in eventually to me stopping doing this podcast and why i think in hindsight it would have been better to have continued doing both because of this experience. But that's a little bit of the backstory and I'll get into the episode straight away rather than keep you guys waiting. So the reason I've chosen this is, so I've been on placement, physio student, if you're just tuning in for the first time and my placements are five weeks and I do them in a hospital setting and you get feedback at the end to let you know how you went. And obviously you know you might get good or bad feedback and you've got to be able to handle it either way and normally hasn't been an issue this particular feedback was a little bit unexpected I thought I was doing really well so you get feedback at halfway through a placement at the end of placement and at about halfway through I was passing no worries thought I was all going good was expecting that It would be pretty similar at the end, like passing, you've done well, great job, here's a few things to work on, but overall, we're happy with your performance. So anyways, I got my feedback back at the end of placement on the last day and was a little bit blindsided by it, so I guess I'll give you the full rundown. I was getting the first bit of my feedback, was agreeing with it all, often. If you're getting constructive feedback, you'll be like, yep, I know that about myself. I'm, I like to think of myself as a pretty reflective person, someone who is able to analyze their own behavior and improve upon it. Um, so I like to think I'm pretty self-aware. So I was getting the first bit of the feedback being like, yep, yep, 100% agree. That's in line with what I have observed about myself. That's great feedback. I agree. So on, so on, so on. And then about halfway through, it started to turn a little bit. I was starting to get some feedback that I was like, oh, yeah, like it's all constructive feedback, but I don't know if that's necessarily an accurate reflection. Kept on going, kept on getting kind of worse. Mark started getting worse. And I started agreeing less and less with the feedback I was getting. And I just kind of sat there. I was very aware of my body language. I tried to remain very open and receptive to the feedback that I was receiving, but it got harder and harder to hear. And by the end of it, a bit of context as well, I had three people delivering this feedback to me. So my supervisors, three people taking it in turns to say, you didn't do this well, you didn't do this well, you didn't do this well, or in the other way, like you could do this better. This was an example of where you didn't do well this wasn't good, this wasn't good and it was all being fed back to me specific examples from three people so it wasn't just one person's opinion, I was receiving three people's opinion who have all discussed it and come to the same conclusion that you didn't do these things well and they've marked you down for it so I was sitting there and as someone who's done this podcast and the podcast is about personal development and I've spent a lot of time in my own time dedicating time to improving my mindset and, you know, how receptive I am to feedback, this was actually (laughs) quite hard to sit there and take it on board and view it as a learning experience. I was sitting there and thinking to myself, okay, I know I've done all the personal development work, I need to be receptive, I need to view this as a learning experience. The growth mindset would say that this is not a personal attack, this is them none of them are having a go at you or you as a person they are just saying these are things that you can improve on and this is a chance for you to learn so I was literally sitting there telling myself use this as a chance to grow like this isn't an attack this is feedback for learning this isn't failure if you haven't failed this is learning and I was repeating this bit of like a motto or a mantra to myself sitting there but I could feel myself even though I theoretically knew to take this as a learning experience and not to take it personally. I was tensing up. I have a little fidgety habit where I like tap a pattern out on my like fingertips on my nails. I was like sitting there with my hands under my legs to try and keep my shoulders back and like not cross my arms like I was super aware of my body language because I could feel myself getting not riled up, but defensive. I was recoiling into myself because this feedback just became so much more personal as it kept going on. And as you can tell, I've just spoken about it for a few minutes. It got to me. It really got to me. And so I thought, this is an episode I need to do because I've said it in other episodes, but I still will say it again. I think the best episodes are things that are personal to me. And it's probably one of the reasons I didn't do an episode the last few weeks because I just didn't feel like I had anything that was going to be really um, close to my heart something that I was passionate about something that I'd learned there was no really good examples and I just didn't set aside the time to find something that I could pull apart and chat about but once this happened I was like well this has to be an episode because I had to do the bloody work to get through this and to process it and I was like I feel like this will be really beneficial to share with people about how I dealt with this so that's the story of the criticism I received. And now what I want this episode to be about is how I dealt with it. Um, So to continue on with my little story, I basically sat there until the end and they gave me the opportunity to be like, do you disagree with any of this? Um, Do you have anything you'd like to contest? And I just sat there and was like, "Mm -mm, "Nope, that's fine. Was it fine? No, I was fuming inside. So I was not happy at all the marks that I got given was not good like I had barely passed and at midway I probably got the same marks as the midway feedback as I did at the end so in my head I was like I haven't even improved you've given me very harsh marks I can see that you've got examples but these examples don't necessarily reflect how I feel like I was performing and rather than say something and stand up for myself I just sat there and was like no that's fine like just agreed with every single thing they said even though I didn't actually agree, I didn't bother to stand up for myself, which in hindsight I should have just said something, but looking back on it now, I was, I'm still stuck in a lot of these, I did an episode on it, the perfectionist traits, um, and like being a people pleaser, didn't want to, you know, upset them, I have a fear of judgment, so I just didn't say anything, I was like, nope, they've made their decision, whatever didn't think I was going to be able to change their minds and I didn't want to argue about it I'd raised the point at one point where they'd made a comment that I completely disagreed with I just kind of said oh like that's not true like I always do that thing that you said I don't do and they were like oh well I must have written it down for a reason and it became a very defensive conversation on both sides and so I just didn't feel like that one comment was received well so I didn't feel like commenting on something that I was really sure of, I didn't feel confident enough to then bring up issues with the things that I wasn't even so sure I could contest because I didn't have any good examples, but for that one thing I did. So anyways, I didn't stand up for myself. I just walked out of there and my whole thinking was, use this as learning, use this as learning, get out of here and then break down about it if you need to, but just get through this, get through this. And then I literally... Finished up for the day. Rounded up a few jobs I needed to do. Said thank you. Like it was still very civil and cordial. Like it was all fine. Said thank you so much. Like I really appreciated everything that I'd been taught. Managed to walk out of there. And then just broke down. Pretty much barely made it to the car. And just wasn't handling it. So now I want to share with you guys what I did do to handle it. So if you are receiving criticism. Because I feel like there's so many scenarios in life where you'll receive criticism or feedback but we're going to go with criticism because this is what it felt like it didn't feel like feedback it felt like criticism so I think criticism is a lot harder to deal with than feedback because if you're viewing it as feedback you've probably got a more positive approach to it you're like okay this is things that I can agree with whereas when you're receiving criticism it doesn't feel very positive so we're going from that angle um so the first thing that I'd recommend, so if someone's giving you criticism, it might be a one-off criticism, like you might have a workmate criticise something that you're doing in the workplace, your boss might criticise something you're doing, a friend might criticise a way that you handle something, a way that you present yourself, uh, the way that you look might be criticised by a friend, a stranger, a family member, you might be criticised for doing too much of something like Exercise, You might be criticised for not doing enough of something. People like to comment on these things. It's pretty common that people have got opinions and a lot of people feel entitled to share those opinions. So you'll have to deal with criticism in so many different situations in life. For me, just so happens that as a uni student, you get sit-down sessions where you get full-on feedback and some of it might be criticism. Ideally... If you can view it as constructive feedback, great. Um, But sometimes it doesn't always feel constructive. And even if it is, if you're receiving constructive criticism or constructive feedback, it can still be bloody hard to deal with, even if it is constructive. And if you're listening to this and you agree with this, you're probably in a fixed mindset or have perfectionist tendencies. So this isn't going to be the case for people who are in a growth mindset in particular areas of their life they might actually receive that feedback and see it as a learning opportunity i'm doing this episode for those of you that are like me still in a fixed mindset and still struggling to actually put into practice their personal development and finding that understanding it is one thing understanding that it should be a learning opportunity but actually feeling like that is very different and it's quite hard to not take it personally And to be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, I can totally see that and learn from that without at some point throughout it taking it to heart. I definitely took this uh, particular incident to heart. So, here is what I did to work through it. First of all, receive with an open mind. So, like I said, I was sitting there, I was receiving it, and I was telling myself, okay, this is not personal, this is a chance for improvement it's an opportunity to learn, to grow, chance to better yourself. It's just things you can do better next time you haven't failed. I was telling myself these things and this is what you can do, receive it with an open mind. The only thing is it's one thing to say it and it's another thing to actually feel like you can just take it on board as feedback without taking it personally because I knew theoretically to just receive it with an open mind but I personally was really taking it to heart. It was really felt like, Stabs at me as a person, whereas it was just comments about my performance. But for me, my performance was so tied into me as a person, it was quite hard to distinguish the two. But the first thing is to sit there, receive it with an open mind. If it is someone saying something really nasty to you, and it's not even in the realms of helpful criticism, if it's just someone making a narky comment that's just coming from a really low place of self-esteem from themselves, then you probably don't even to listen. need to listen to the rest of this episode. This is more for if someone is giving you constructive criticism, but you're not able to fully take it on, this is what you need to do. So first of all, receive it with an open mind as much as you can. This isn't going to be the be all and end all. There's a lot more to go after this, but just sit there when you're receiving it with an open mind for as long as you can and try to see what they're saying to you try and see it from their perspective try to understand and relate and agree even if you don't necessarily feel like you agree try to see it from their angle because otherwise you're not going to take anything from it so we want to try and take as much from it as a learning opportunity as we can even if we struggle with it and then we can get defensive later when we're on our own (laughs) but first of all just try to see what they're saying to you Um, because then you can have a bit more of a back and forth discussion if you've got the confidence and courage to speak up easier said than done as I have learnt now from experience but that's it take the feedback on board agree don't get defensive it's probably another thing I don't think I got defensive outwardly on the inside I definitely was but Um, if you're receiving feedback just take it on and don't get defensive outwardly like whatever you're feeling on the inside don't let that come out to them and don't argue unless you're actually standing up for yourself don't argue just because you're feeling defensive though Um, try to see both sides of it like you would for anything if there's two sides to every story try to see what their side is and then remove yourself from the situation And this is what I did. Just allow yourself to feel the emotions. The worst thing I think that you can do is to fight against it, to try and just push it under and be like, that sucked and I don't want to deal with it. And that was just like no good and just get angry but kind of push it down. What I did, I literally walked to my car and then I just literally cried about it, like putting it all out there, like I was quite upset by it and what I could have done was be like no I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine and what would have happened is I would have had a breakdown about it the next day or you know a week later and maybe that's not even the right term to use because it wasn't a breakdown I was upset though and I cried about it so I let myself do that because if I didn't do it then I can guarantee you or can guarantee myself that it would have happened later on and if you do this, if you suppress your emotions at the time, they will come back at some other point. They're still going to be there because if you don't process them, they actually fester, and they get bigger and worse and harder to handle. So think of it as you've pushed it down, it starts off as like a little knot in your stomach or in your body or something. And then the longer you leave it, the worse and bigger it gets until it gets into this big tangled ball. And then when you finally do decide to, deal with it you have to unravel it and it's going to be so much harder than if you just deal with it at a time so regardless of what you feel from receiving this criticism let yourself be upset let yourself be angry frustrated disappointed mad whatever it is for me for some reason I don't find that I go to anger as much I felt really upset for me it f- seems to be easier to feel victimize and to blame someone else which isn't good either but it's recognizing that I felt really upset and I was really disappointed in myself I wasn't really angry at what they'd said um, about me I was just so upset that that was the outcome Um, and so those are the feelings I won't get into thoughts just yet so I was feeling those and I just let myself feel it and so you might cry about it you might I don't know whatever your outlet is just let yourself feel the emotions um and then find an outlet so for me I'll run you through like literally there was a whole process this all happened in one night which is why I thought yes this is a great episode because it all unfolded in the one night so I can give you the whole run through of what I did um for me my outlet was running so I just got home I've done it in the opposite order I got home I talked to my mum about it because I was trying to deal with it and I wasn't dealing with it very well because it was like oh how'd you go and you know when you try and say oh yeah okay and your voice breaks and then you can't pretend anymore that was my situation so I have listed these down as find an outlet then talk about it I did it back to front doesn't really matter but I would recommend once you felt your emotions to find an outlet so for me I went for a run and I went for a big run like ran further than I've ever run before because I just needed something it was really really therapeutic like I'm not a runner guys normally I hate running but this iso it's changed I've actually started running and enjoying it and I found this time it was so therapeutic that if I actually just kept on going I was in such a rhythm that I wasn't even thinking about the running I was actually able to start thinking and processing my thoughts I'm just saying, find an outlet, not to process your thoughts, but just to let it out, to channel the emotion. Because what I actually ended up doing was running, letting all the emotions out, and then processing it all. But I'm going to separate them for you guys because that was a lot to do in one run. (laughs) But for me, running was a way to channel the emotion. So, what you want to do, so if you're feeling angry, hurt, upset, um, this is also great if you've gone through a breakup too so if you're really upset this is for any time you're feeling really intense emotion let yourself feel the emotion and then channel it so if you've found that you've gone through like a breakup and you're super mad or super hurt go for a run you'll have so much more fuel and drive for that run I guarantee it so that's what I did I ran I just let myself you know pound the pavement get it all out I had so much energy and drive to keep pushing faster than I would normally Um, has led to an injury so don't push yourself too hard (laughs) but normally running or maybe dancing or maybe you're in the car you crank some music and you sing your absolute lungs out Um, high intensity like workouts so sprints or just something that you can actually channel all of your energy into something that takes up a lot of your energy that's going to be your outlet so you don't want to have to do anything we're not processing necessarily just getting all of the emotions out with that high energy activity something that just feels good that you can throw yourself into without thinking about is it. kind of what you want there and then so once you've got it all out channeled that anger out. when or not anger but emotion frustration disappointment hurt whatever it might be then you want to talk about it once you've gotten the really intense emotions out. Find someone you can talk to about it. Friend, family, partner, might be text, face to face, FaceTime, Zooms, you know, it's different times, everything's virtual these days. Just find someone to talk to about it because sometimes we're not the best at processing our emotions on our own or processing our thoughts. If we can talk about it, it's another way to also work through it. Um You could skip this step, but I think it's always nice to have a support system and it will help you to feel like you're not alone. So that'll take some of the angst out of the situation. So talk about it, figure out what was going on. It'll let you kind of bring up a few points. It'll let you vent about it. And you might just realize a few more things were upsetting you than you might have realized if you had just kept it to yourself. Like I literally thought that when I got to my car, I'd had a little cry about it I was fine I was like yeah cool that's done I'm fine I'll go for my run when I get home but I've dealt with it turns out I had not dealt with it because I couldn't talk about it without getting upset again so it definitely was not a simple oh, I'll have a cry and move on it was a lot more um, involved to actually work through it to actually feel like I could talk about it be fine so I needed to talk to someone about it that was part of my process and I'd recommend that that be part of your process too now the important part processing it and I think this is where a lot of people probably fall short in terms of actually working through their emotions is the processing their emotions so everything so far has actually just been feeling it channeling it letting it out next what you need to do is process it so I did this while I was running because I ran for such a bloody long time but what you could do is you could journal this out um I was thinking once I got back from my run, I'd probably sit down and write out everything. Didn't end up doing that because I was actually just on a bit of a high afterwards from running and working through it all. But what you need to do when I say process it is identify what made you upset. There's going to be particular thoughts that are actually triggering this intense emotion. So go back to one of my previous episodes. I will check what episode. I think it's number two. It is nope that's procrastinating um episode number three how to feel better that's got the model of your thought create your feelings which create your actions which create your results so because you're feeling these intense emotions there's going to be thoughts underneath it that are driving it so you need to figure out what these are and they're not going to be really obvious always so you might think for me like it could have been as simple as i'm upset because they uh said that I didn't do this well when I think that I did that's not what's causing me up to be upset at all that's very superficial level of like what's happened it wasn't the thought that was really triggering me and it took me a long time to actually work through why was I still so upset and key is if you're still upset you haven't figured out what the thought was or you haven't replaced the thought yet so for me it also wasn't just one thought Every time I kind of thought, "Yeah, I figured this out." That's exactly what's making me upset. I was like, mm, "Not quite sure. Doesn't quite feel right." I actually had quite a few thoughts that I came up with in the end that were like, "Oh, that's what's causing this to suck so much." And this might sound a little weird, but once I'd actually kind of identified them all, and like I said, this was all while I was running, I actually felt like a physiological like release. So just like my whole body kind of relaxed. Like I felt my shoulders drop down. And I was like, Oh okay, I can breathe again. Like my body just relaxed, even though I was running, like I felt like a bit of tension leave my body and that's how I knew, okay, those are all the thoughts that I was holding on to and they were so tightly coiled that they were just causing me so much stress and anxiety that then once I knew they were there, I could let them go. I could kind of observe them, and be like, Okay, when I think that, that's making me feel this and then you can choose to think different thoughts but that's the next step. So let's not get too far ahead just yet. The second thing, so there's going to be these thoughts that are making you upset. So before I jump on to the second part of this, actually, I'll run you through what some of my thoughts were. So for example, my first thought was that I'm a hypocrite. I talk about the growth mindset, but I'm not able to put it into practice by being willing to fail and by not people pleasing. So, for me, because I've started this podcast, I had certain expectations that I should be able to implement a lot more than I had in the past because I thought, you know, I've taken steps forwards in my personal development and my growth mindset and being on this placement for the first time since ISO and, you know, starting the podcast, I was like, holy crap, I'm not actually implementing all of the stuff that I'm talking about and I felt like a massive hypocrite. And I felt like a fraud and this one took me a massive amount of time, like a long time to figure out. Um, But I felt like a fraud and that once I figured out that thought, there was a fair few others which I'll go through, but once I figured out that one, I was like, oh, that was like the big sigh and like, that's why this sucks so much because I've received feedback before like this is my fourth placement so far and none of them have really like being such a struggle to receive as this one and it wasn't because it was necessarily so much worse it was just that I had certain thoughts and expectations of how I should be doing now I thought that I should be doing better and it wasn't translating across so I felt like a hypocrite and a fraud and those are kind of like identity shattering like they go against your identity or my identity and so they're really triggering and they cause a lot of hurt and a lot of angst for me if I'm thinking that because of what's happened this is what I'm thinking it's yeah gonna cause a lot of grief and it did and then I was also thinking that because I stopped recording this podcast and it wasn't something that I did lightly and it was something that I felt guilty about the whole time as well I thought that I sacrificed one thing the podcast to do well at another being on placement and I failed at both waste it was a waste of time and effort and I'm a failure so like I said I really thought that I was moving towards a growth mindset in a lot of areas and then this feedback to me was like feedback that I wasn't actually doing well in my personal development so it wasn't the fact that I wasn't doing well on placement that really hurt it was the fact that I wasn't as far along in my personal development as I thought and then I'd failed at things I not only had failed at placement and managed to keep my podcast up, I'd failed at both because I stopped one to do well at the other and then it didn't even pay off. So then I'd wasted my time and effort. And this is where I can identify that that's a really fixed mindset because you can't waste time and effort if you're in a growth mindset. There's no such thing as wasting effort because either way, effort gets like at the end of the day, if you use it or you don't use it, like it's not there. The next day like it's a, you know it restarts or refreshes so I'm having this really fixed mindset like as soon as I identified these thoughts I was like I'm in such a fixed mindset and I kind of knew that because I didn't take the feedback well to start with I was like if I was in a growth mindset I would have taken it on board wouldn't have been upset moving on fine but I knew because I was upset I was not a fixed mindset but these particular thoughts about I've failed and I wasted effort really demonstrated to me that holy crap this fixed mindset is so deeply ingrained and these thoughts are the ones that come up naturally for me when I'm not provoked but you know put in a situation where they're tested I guess and then another thought I think I've kind of touched on I haven't come as far in my personal development as I thought which really ties back to that first one which was just such a hard one to deal with is because I was feeling like I was doing well and then I didn't feel like it had actually translated across into different areas of my life so that was really disappointing that was the other thing like this was a big disappointment and that's why the criticism was hard because it wasn't that I was caring necessarily about what other people were saying but it's because I was so disappointed in myself that it was really hard to take and why I got so upset and I was also thinking that I'm not good at what I'm passionate about so at the start of this placement I decided yes it was a neuro placement. I was like I love this this is my jam like I want to do this as a career so I was like this is going to translate really well I'm going to do well on placement because I'm passionate I'm wanting to learn I'm doing extra research like this is the most effort I've ever put into a placement this is going to translate really well and it's really going to pay off it's going to show that this is what I like doing and then at the end to then get the feedback that actually no you didn't do well like this is pretty much the worst I've done since my first placement so a whole year later I got the same score so that was kind of like feedback that I'm not good at what I'm passionate about and even that doesn't have as much intensity around it now as some of those other thoughts do but that was still kind of like oh my god like it just didn't translate across I'm not good at it and another thought that definitely was hard is that my best wasn't good enough, because like I said, I was putting a lot more energy into this placement than I might have in other placements, and that was my best effort, like I don't know if I could have done more, like by the end of it, I was physically exhausted, like I was falling asleep on the couch, and all I was thinking is that my best wasn't good enough, like I don't know if I could have done more, and I got such a crap mark, like it wasn't like I wasn't putting in the effort, and this is where the fixed mindset is like, I did my best it's a fixed ability and it's not good enough whereas if I'm in the growth mindset i would go okay I can improve that's fine whereas I'm like okay that was it that's my best I'm not good enough like my best isn't good enough and therefore I'm not good enough and this is why these thoughts are so debilitating and so hurtful and triggering to myself and you know if you're thinking similar thoughts I'll be harmful and triggering to yourself I also really struggled with the fact that I wasn't willing to put myself out there and fail because a lot of the feedback was that I needed to try more things and implement more treatments and things like that for the patients but the feedback that I got was that I didn't do that and so I was like oh well I wasn't willing to put myself out there I wasn't willing to fail and try new things and that also means that I'm not doing as well on my personal development and I was also thinking that I was unable to defend myself because I'd rather people please. So that came down to at the end when they gave me that opportunity to speak up. I probably should have said something like that was something that afterwards really upset me is the fact that I didn't stand up for myself. Like I really thought back on it. I was like, I really disagreed with what they were saying for some of those things. Like it didn't accurately reflect my performance because as I got more confident, I started doing things on my own and they weren't seeing that. And rather than try to have that discussion, I just didn't even bother defending myself and that kind of felt like I let myself down I wasn't true to myself I didn't have integrity towards myself I guess because I knew that that wasn't an accurate reflection but I didn't do anything about it because I would just rather not aggravate them not put them on the defensive I didn't want to make them feel uncomfortable because the one time I did say something I felt like that made them uncomfortable and so that was just really difficult because I'd had all these negative thoughts about what the feedback meant but then I was also ashamed at how I'd handled it that I didn't stick up for myself because if again my personal development was working then I probably would See, even that thought isn't great like if it was working but you know if I was able to put it into practice I probably would have said something in a really polite way like I'm not an argumentative person by any means but I would have stood up for myself and been proud of myself for being true to my values, which I just didn't feel like I was. So that leads into my other thought that I was having. Some of the feedback was that I wasn't very efficient around getting things done, and that was really hard to swallow because that goes against my values. I pride myself on being someone who's driven, efficient organize a really high performer like that's how I apply myself at work and I've now got a really good reputation at work for how I perform like I have the respect from my boss and from my colleagues and to then go into placement and to not be able to build myself back up to that place where I have the respect for my work ethic I think is what it all comes down to um just even coming up with that now I didn't even put those words into context until then but I wrote down that the thought I was having is I didn't honour or demonstrate my values of drive, efficiency, organisation. But I think that really comes down to I didn't honour or demonstrate my work ethic because I know that I have it and I feel like I let myself down because I didn't demonstrate it to them. It's like I knew what I was capable of and I didn't feel like I put it all on the table. Like same with, you know, I got told that I didn't do enough of treatment, for example, just to give you guys ins and outs of everything, but It's like I knew I was capable but I just didn't feel like I demonstrated it so I let myself down and that's where the whole disappointment came into it. So yes, I was upset but I was so disappointed because some of these things is like I feel like I should have done better because I believe I am more capable and not living up to that is really bloody hard when it's your own expectations and you know that they're what you're capable of and not being able to demonstrate that made me feel like I'd let myself down because I had five weeks and I still wasn't able to show them what I was capable of so it just didn't feel like an accurate reflection of myself because I knew that I was capable of more so once I figured out all those sorts, that's why I was able to go oh what they're saying because the thing is you've got to remember go back and listen to my other episodes I think what episode is it I'm going to direct you to how to use negative emotion episode four And episode three, how to feel better. No one can control how you feel. That's all on you. So what they said, that wasn't them making me feel a certain way. I knew that I was making myself feel disappointed and hurt because they weren't making me feel hurt. I knew that I was hurting myself. So I just had to figure out what the thoughts were. And this is my process. I identified all those thoughts that I've just shared with you. So now you have a lovely little insight into my brain there. And then I was like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. This is why I'm feeling this way. And I didn't have any blame towards them because theoretically I knew that it wasn't them causing me to feel this way. I just had to figure out why I was. And then that's my next point. So processing it, identify your thoughts. You could do that just thinking, but I'd recommend at some point writing it down. So journaling it and having it written out so you can actually see it because then that'll help with the next few steps. But you've got to recognize that it's you, not them. <laughs> and it sounds so like opposite or oh, not opposite. Is it the cliche? It's it's me, not you. But <laughs> in this case, it's true. It's me, not you is actually true. Like you are the one creating your thoughts, your feelings. If someone else criticizes you, if someone says you look ugly as hell today, like what are you doing? Like you look disgusting not that someone would probably say that, but let's go like you know someone's like you are so ugly, or something like that. The only reason that such a nasty, hurtful comment is going to hurt you is because it rings true to you on some level. If someone says to you, let's go with like, oh you're really ugly, you look terrible. The only reason that's going to hurt your feelings is if you believe it's true. Because if someone said that and you didn't believe there was any truth to it, you'd probably just laugh them off and be like yeah okay whatever like you are on a different planet you're not even worth spending any time on because I know that's not true like I know I'm not hideous or ugly but if you have a slight suspicion in your soul that you're not really pretty that you're not good enough you don't look the way you should and someone says you look really ugly you're going to take offense to it if you somewhere deep down believe it or if someone just says oh, you look a bit tired today, like you don't look very good. If you're already thinking that, then you'll take offense. But if you thought you're looking great and you were confident in that you're looking great, you wouldn't let it get to you. So the only reason things upset you is if you believe, a little part of you believes that it's true. So the only reason that I got upset when I got this feedback is because it confirmed things that I thought were true. So them telling me, that I could have done better or that this wasn't good enough or these were examples of things that weren't done well is because they confirmed all those thoughts that I just read out that I felt like a fraud. I didn't feel like my personal development was coming along as well as it should. It was my fear that I'm not good enough was confirmed because I put in my best um, and other things like the disappointment came from not being able to demonstrate my work ethic. But a lot of those beliefs that really triggered me was like, I'm not good enough. I'm a hypocrite. I'm a fraud. All of those kind of really hidden thoughts were really deep rooted. But they were like the deep fears that you have about yourself. That if someone says something in a different way that in some way confirms as like your body, not your body, your brain, your mind uses it as evidence that that's true. That's when you'll get upset. And that's when you'll feel an emotion So you've got to recognise that it's you, not them, which means do not blame someone else. It's not a blame game. No one else will make you feel a certain way. So if you get upset, take responsibility and ownership for how you feel because it's something going on in your own mind because you think somewhere deep down that something they're saying is true. If you thought they were talking absolute, crazy, batshit, nonsense, you wouldn't even give them the time of day. So that's why if you're upset, it's not on them it's on you and I feel like a lot of people don't actually get this so you need to recognize that and I feel like for me I managed to do this I didn't have anger towards them I knew that my hurt was coming from me I wasn't blaming them for giving me that feedback I just knew that I had to figure out why it was making me upset but I also didn't stop myself from being upset because I wasn't like oh you shouldn't be upset you can still be upset you just have to figure out why I know that it's you not them So that was a little rant. Um, (laughs) Now, getting towards the end of this processing and dealing with criticism. So once we've figured out what's going on, the thoughts, you need to ask yourself, what can you learn from this? And for me, so my examples, I've jotted them down for you guys because I thought let's go through this whole thing together. I could look back once I kind of identify those thoughts. I was like, oh, okay, breathe out. I realized that, I've learned that I need to be willing to be wrong but have a go so for me a lot of this is really useful because I'll be going on another two placements and I can actually implement this in a very similar setting so for me I was like alright clearly I didn't display what I thought I was capable of so I need to be willing to be wrong but have a go because I knew I could do more and I didn't demonstrate that so I was really disappointed in myself but in the future I just need to give it a go and show them and demonstrate my skill set because I didn't do myself justice there and I also learned that I probably need to check in with my supervisors and ask what they would like to see me do more of because part of this that was so triggering was is a little bit of a shock because I didn't realize that this is what they were thinking and I wish and I think this is what was so difficult is I was wishing that I had have done things differently and this is where I've said in other episodes the words should have or could have like anything past tense, I should have done this differently, causes massive angst. So for me, I was like, I should have checked in with my supervisors. I should have asked for more feedback. I should have been more on top of where I was at. That all caused massive grief for me at the end because I regretted how I handled it and ended up in that situation. So what I've learned is that I need to check in with my supervisor's so that it doesn't happen again so I don't get blindsided rather than having the should-offs where I could have done that I should have done that I just know for next time that that's what I need to do I also have learnt that I might need to stand up for myself if I disagree and this is such a hard one because I've been told a lot this year that I'm a very honest person which has been great feedback to have because you know that's a nice like that's one of my values I value being honest and it's nice to know that that's coming across and that I'm able to be honest and people are saying that to me in the context of like oh wow you're really honest like I wouldn't have spoken up about that I'm like yeah of course I would like that's just what I think like why wouldn't I so that's nice to have that coming across and people are thinking that you know I'm able to do that I'm able to be honest and just speak my mind I guess but I don't feel like I'm actually able to stand up for myself in these situations where there's superiors turns out that I've got a bit of a complex about it and I think a lot of people would be the same that when there's people of authority or power or their superiors bosses whatever it might be that most people have a really freaking hard time standing up for themselves and I know that I let myself down by not saying something and that the only reason I didn't say something is because I was too scared and I want to be the type of person and I have done a little bit of work on this that I want to be the type of person who does the things that scares them and I've started to do that in other areas but I feel like this was one situation where it scared me but once the added layer of having someone that was my superior telling me that I wasn't willing to face that scary situation I was like no, no way can I stand up for myself but looking back I really think I would have been a lot prouder And happier to walk out of that session being like, oh, I raised my concerns. Instead, I walked out of there, didn't defend myself and then had all those thoughts about I let myself down but I also didn't give myself a chance to defend myself. So that's a tough one that I don't know how I'll go actually implementing but it's something that I've really learned that I need to do. My next one, uh, something I learned from this situation. So you've got to find all the things that you learned because if you can identify the things that you learned... And you'll be able to see the whole situation as more positive, it's happened for a reason and you can move on because it's not a bad thing because there's things that you learn. If you have a situation that happens and you learn nothing from it, then what's the point? It was a waste of time, waste of effort. But if you can identify things that you've learned, it hasn't been a waste. And so my next point is that I've learned that I'm still in a fixed mindset and that's really just great feedback for me because now I know I've still got work to do, which is actually a positive thing because the work never stops and I think that's just good feedback for me to know that I thought I was maybe a bit further along and maybe I'm actually not so least I know it's just good reflection to have on myself so I actually see that as a positive thing to know even though it sucked at the time to go through and I've also learned (laughs) that I'm still really struggling to receive feedback without taking it as a personal attack. Like that feedback cut me deep to my soul. (laughs) Like it was really hard to take. And at least I know that now. I know that I can't go around preaching to everyone that here's how you act in a growth mindset because I'm not there yet fully, but I think that's okay. I think I want to share with you guys as I work my way there and I'd rather share with you. The highs and lows are trying to figure it all out because I think that's more relatable. I don't think anyone's going to be perfectly in a growth mindset and if they are, I'd love them to mentor me and get me there and teach me their ways. There is some people out there but I don't think it's super common. So yeah, I have learned that I need to learn how to take on feedback without making it mean that I'm not good enough and I need to be able to see my behavior as separate to me as a person because that's the whole thing of the growth versus a fixed mindset I'm sure I learned a lot else those were just the things I actually ran out of page to jot down (laughs) because I jotted them down before starting this episode but I think I learned a lot about even how to deal with criticism I feel like I have been able to come out of it with a thought process that I can share with you guys I've also learned to not give up things that I love doing so another part of stopping the podcast for a few weeks is I was not enjoying recording episodes I was so stressed I wasn't enjoying it. I felt like an obligation and I didn't want to share that at the time. I was like, no, I've got to do this. I've committed to it. And I was just like, oh, like I've committed myself to it. I can't stop. But now like I'm actually really enjoying recording this episode and I hadn't felt like that for a while. So although I didn't, I wasn't proud of myself, I felt really guilty for taking any time off the podcast. I felt like I'd let myself down. One thing I feel like I've learned is that I need to find the balance and not do all or nothing because rather than missing one week of podcasting I missed three so I've learned that I need to not do all or nothing for everything um also stopped instagramming I made that commitment to do every single day and I went from every single day to nothing so that's part of the perfectionist mindset too if you haven't listened to the episode please go listen to it it is episode I should know this (laughs) episode 11 go listen to that if you haven't already because that's another symptom of it. So I've learned that I need to not do the all or nothing when I'm doing things like that. But I also need to let myself rest without guilt because with those few weeks off the podcast, even though I don't think I went about it in the right way because I kind of dropped it to try and prioritize something else and then I was upset when that didn't pay off, I think I needed to let myself have a few weeks off guilt-free and instead I still felt guilty the whole time. So not doing all or nothing things... And being able to rest without guilt. And that might be a whole nother episode. But yeah. So those are the things I've learned. Apparently I keep talking all day. Almost getting towards an hour. (laughs) Because I've got two more little points to finish this off. And I think these will be quicker than all the others. But once you've identified all those crappy shitty thoughts. Got them out on paper. You then need to choose new positive thoughts. So part of this for me. I didn't actually go through and write them all out. But you should. Because that would be really helpful. But what I just did was like, I acknowledge them and I kind of just went, no, they're not true. And I thought about other ways I could think about it. So this probably would have been great if I had have written them out to give you examples. But I think some of the new positive thoughts that you can choose are all the things that you've learned. They're the new positive thoughts that you replace. You don't think, so for me, I'm a fraud is not a good thought. So I could just replace that with the fact that I've got more to learn. And I think that's, what it comes down to so I'm still in a fixed mindset but it means I've got more to learn rather than being like I'm a fraud that's probably not even the best you want a thought that's kind of similar you want to replace it with a better thought or even a neutral thought to just be something that you can believe but even just identifying because sometimes those thoughts that are so deep down they're so crazy and not true like I'm not actually a hypocrite because I'm not doing it from the place of I don't mean to be a hypocrite about you know talking about the growth mindset but not actually putting it into practice that's not my intention so therefore I'm like no that's not true that's not actually I know that's not my intention so as soon as I can acknowledge I can just throw it in the trash as a silly thought so acknowledge the thoughts if you need to come up with a replacement thought it's probably the best way to do it but if you can acknowledge that it's just a silly thought you can also just get rid of that thought completely Um, but identify what you've learned to also put that into play as some more new positive thoughts as well And then finally, just let it go. So once you've gone through this whole process, big breath in, big breath out and let it go. Like the idea of this is that you process it. So to wrap up my lovely little story that I've shared with you over the past hour of like one single session of feedback, I got home from my run. I'd finally identified those thoughts and I felt such relief and I let it go. Like I came back up those stairs and my mum probably thought I was a different person. Like honestly, I'd left. Like she'd seen me, you know, crying puffy-eyed or red and she was off to buy chocolate. Like that was the kind of state I was in. And I got back and she'd brought wine and chocolate and platter stuff to have for the night because that's what she was like, oh, she's upset. She needs some like comfort food here. I got back and I was on cloud nine. I was like, I felt great. I'd done a great workout, but I'd also managed to let go. And I was like, I figured this out. This is why I was upset. Da, 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 da. and I was so happy and proud of myself for working through it and also being able to let go I didn't feel any of the upset or the hurt or the anger I could talk about it again and that's a great sign that you've processed it if you can talk about it without actually feeling upset and like you're for me it was breaking into tears or whatever you were feeling before that's a pretty good sign that you've actually processed it if you're still feeling like you have to hold back and you know cut yourself off or cut yourself short then you probably haven't fully processed it. But if you can talk about it with a sense of detachment, then it's a good sign that you've worked through it fully. If you haven't got through it fully, there's still work to do. If you're still feeling like it, you're hanging on to it, keep digging until you find those thoughts because sometimes they will be deep down. Like, trust me, these were deep down thoughts for me. And they're not going to be obvious. They'll be sneaky, okay? So you got to get them. And then once you've got them, let them go. And you'll feel so much better. I promise you. This episode went way longer than I thought but I hope that if you're going through something similar you can listen to this and use it to process your emotions as well because for me this actually helps so much like I literally felt light as a feather afterwards I gave myself a good old stretch after my run and I just felt relaxed like I'd received that feedback only a couple of hours ago gone through all the emotions and come out the other side of it and I think that's not Necessarily going to be the case. If you don't process through it, it will take days, weeks, months, it will take so much longer to process. If you don't um, directly direct your attention to it, if you don't make an effort to direct your attention to it, it's probably more grammatically correct. So take that time and devote your attention to processing your emotions, doing the hard bloody yakka, and getting through it because. You'll feel so much better afterwards. Whereas if you keep holding it in, it'll get worse and worse and worse before it gets better. I promise you. So, anyways, (laughs) finish on a lighter note. That is how to deal with criticism. I hope you found it helpful. I know for me, it was helpful to work through it. So, hopefully, it'll be helpful for you to hear how I work through it. And hopefully, there's some situation that you can apply it to in your own life maybe the one that's already happened, or maybe one that'll come up in the future. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please, 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 please go subscribe, whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple or any other listening platform so that you can keep up to date with when the new episodes come out, because I promise there will be more regular episodes from now on. And um, if you have enjoyed it, please leave a five star rating as well. Um, So make sure you subscribe and I will chat to you guys next week. Bye.